Welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm your host, Veronica Peretti. I'm a yoga teacher, a coach, and most importantly, an astrologer. And that's why I come to you every week here in your podcast feed to let you know what's going on up there in the heavens so that you can dictate your fate down here on earth. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica, and this is episode 109. We have a ton to talk about. We're deep in the Mercury retrograde, but before we get into it, I know many of you have been downloading the Astro Cheat Sheet and saying that it's really helpful. I want to let you know that it's there for you. So if you are interested in having a little astrology cheat sheet to go along with the podcast every week when you listen, you can download it by going to veronicaparetti.com slash astro cheat sheet. And that link is in the show notes if you just want to click it there. And while you're in the show notes, if you could rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, that would be so awesome. It helps other astro enthusiasts find the show. Okay, we're in the Mercury retrograde. I talked about it a ton last week, so I'm just going to touch on it today. But it's coming in hot when Mercury stationed to go retrograde on Sunday for people on the West Coast, Monday for people on the East Coast. Either way, we were feeling the station throughout the weekend and early this week. So Mercury stationed in the late degrees of Libra and formed a T-square with Pluto and Eris. So a few weeks ago, we talked about Pluto squaring Eris. It's one of the dominating things that's going on in 2020 and 2021. Now, I don't often talk about asteroids, so you know that when I do talk about them, there's something important going on. Pluto and Eris have been having this dance, squaring one another, six times since the beginning of 2020. So that's a lot of the strife that we're seeing in the world because Eris is the goddess of discord. Pluto, of course, is the lord of transformation and secrets and all the things that lie below the surface, whether it's the deep part of our psyche or whether it is the strings of power being controlled by the people at the top of the hierarchy. You know, Pluto comes in many forms, but all of his forms generally make us feel like we are out of control or we don't have control. It can lead to a sense of helplessness. It can also lead to a sense of feeling overly arrogant in your power, being power hungry. So a lot of that stuff that we're seeing play out on the world stage has to do with this Pluto square Eris. And Eris likes to point to where there's hubris, where there's arrogance, and say no more of that. So of course, we're seeing so many ways that this is manifesting in our culture, And I don't even have time on this podcast to tell you all of them. You're smart. You're paying attention to what's going on in the world. You see the evidence of it, right? So when Mercury stationed to retrograde, he formed a T-square with those two planets. And if you've been listening, you remember that T-squares are always really challenging. They force us to take an action. They say, no more of this got to do something about it. So last week, you may have experienced a blow up. You may have experienced a sense of, I can't do this anymore. You may have decided to say goodbye to a relationship. You may have decided to say goodbye to a job. You may have just personally on an internal 
level decided that I'm not going to put up with this behavior with myself anymore, or I'm not going to allow myself to be controlled anymore. But something went on last week. Maybe it wasn't for you personally, but you witnessed it in someone else. But there was a shift last week and it was a very emotional shift. And a lot of us experienced fights and arguments and strife and discord, all of those Eris things last week. Mercury retrograde, as I said, is coming in hot and he is going to be retrograde until October 18th. He is going to be in his shadow period until November 2nd. So you might be noticing that old friends are coming back into your life. I had someone write me the other day and say, oh my God, how did I not see this text from you from months ago? That's a classic Mercury retrograde thing that can happen. You might decide to reconnect with some former practitioners. Maybe you go back to an old massage therapist or acupuncturist because Mercury is in Libra. Libra is the sign that is most associated with committed partnerships. And our committed partnerships might be with our practitioners, our healers, our therapist. It can be with an old boss, a client. It can be with a friend. It can be with a romantic partner. So ghosts from the past might be showing up and they might have messages for you because Mercury retrograde, it does bring through the messages that we need to hear. So pay attention to what they have to say. It might be drudging up some old relationship drama and trauma since when Mercury stationed to retrograde, he was in a square with Pluto. And you might remember from episode 100 that we are in the midst of the Pluto return for the USA. So if you are living here in the States, if you are an American, if you are associated or linked to the United States in any way, then that Pluto return is having an impact. So for this moment, give yourself extra time. Give yourself the buffer. Mercury retrograde is not out to get you. It's a good thing. It gives us the opportunity to see things from a new perspective, to slow down, to review, to revise and reconfirm. So Review everything in your calendar, review what's important to you, revise the projects that need some editing, some sprucing up, reconfirm your appointments. If you know that you're having lunch with a friend, just send the extra text and say, just confirming we're on for lunch tomorrow. That kind of thing is really helpful and will save you miscommunications during this time. It doesn't mean that you can't sign contracts. If you're really sure that you want to take that apartment or sign that lease or take the job, it's okay. You just want to make sure that you have to be really clear that this is 100% what you want and then read the contract twice. Don't read it once, read it twice because Mercury always wants you to do the extra once over when it's retrograde, okay? So, This week, we're in the last quarter of the moon cycle. The moon entered Cancer on Tuesday, and that began the last quarter. So it's the last week of the moon cycle. We'll have a new moon next week on Wednesday, which will be October 6th, because October is coming in on Friday, which is wild. It's going to be October. This fall, I'm telling you, it's going to go so fast. A lot of the outer planets 
are retrograde right now, which is normal. They spend half the year retrograde pretty much. And they are going to start stationing to go direct, starting with Pluto next week, the same day as the new moon on Wednesday. So it's going to be like dominoes falling one after the other. It's going to be Pluto and then the next and the next and the next. And things are going to pick up momentum. You're going to be happy that Mercury is retrograde over the next few weeks because it's actually going to be one of the few things in the sky that's pulling us back a little bit. And the thing about when astrology picks up momentum, things go fast. You can feel like you get a little whiplash. Give yourself the opportunity to slow down with this Mercury retrograde. Don't rush. Take your time and double check your work. This week, again, is the last quarter of the moon cycle, and it's always a nice time that week before the new moon to give yourself a little more space in your schedule. I know so many people are talking about burnout. There's so many articles about it, and yeah, we've been working hard. For most people, this pandemic has not been quiet. You know, there's been a lot of hard work, a lot of extra responsibility for many of us. And on top of that, we are collectively experiencing a very traumatic event layered with lots of other traumatic events that are going on in the world. So we're feeling burnout. That's real. So you really want to do what you can to take care of yourself. And that doesn't mean just go get a manicure, pedicure. Although last week, let me tell you that Mercury... Pluto, Eris, T-square, I had some really intense emotional stuff come up and I canceled my day and I went downstairs and got a manicure pedicure because I just needed to calm my nerves and I knew that would. I needed someone to take care of me for an hour. So check in with what's going to help you feel rested, rejuvenated, and respect your body's boundaries and your mind's boundaries because... Sometimes we feel like we have to push, but Mercury is saying it's okay to slow down. So listen to Mercury. He's got the messages. Okay, so this week we've got Venus, Trine, Neptune. They are both in water signs. Venus is in Scorpio and Neptune is in Pisces. So they're going to create this trine, which is really beautiful. Venus and Neptune in the trine is such a nice aspect Because Venus is in Scorpio, she wants to dig out some of the deep stuff in your psyche. She wants to pull out some of that subconscious stuff that Neptune knows a lot about. You might be feeling like some old hurts, some old wounds are coming to the surface. Now, it's not just because Venus and Neptune. We've got that Mercury square Pluto that I mentioned. We've got Chiron being activated this week. There's a lot of opportunity for healing, but healing isn't always easy. And sometimes we got to feel the pain to actually heal it. So some things might be coming up this week that are challenging for you. So again, give yourself the space you need to rest, to process your emotions, to rejuvenate your body, to do the things you need to do to take care of yourself. When Venus trines Neptune on Wednesday, this is a great day for meditation, for talking to your therapist, for maybe doing EMDR, which is a type of therapy that helps get into some of that subconscious stuff. Really a great day for healing. Take a salt bath, 
salt bath is a great way to cleanse some of that emotional residue and some of the energy that we pick up as we move through the world. We also have the sun trine Saturn on Wednesday and they're in air signs because the sun is in Libra. We know that we're in Libra season and Saturn is in Aquarius. So this is a really interesting complement to that Venus trine Neptune, which can be beautiful and romantic and spiritual and flowing energy, creative, but it can also be intense because Venus is in Scorpio. And that means that how we feel about things is going to be intense. It might even be obsessive. When Venus is in Scorpio, she can be a little bit obsessed with the person she's in love with or infatuated with. So you might have some obsessive feelings that come up that you have to deal with. But Sun, Trine, Saturn, luckily, is going to be a nice compliment because that is a really steady, stabilizing energy, which is great for acknowledging the progress you've made through small, well-planned steps. So on Wednesday, take a moment, acknowledge how far you've come, even if it's the littlest accomplishment, pat yourself on the back for it. And that will inspire you to take the next right small step. It's also a stabilizing energy for our relationships because these sun and Saturn are in air signs and air signs are all about communication and connection. We know we're in Libra season, which is all about committed partnerships. So if you've been thinking, I really appreciate that person. I really feel supported by them you know, pick up the phone and tell them, send them a text. Unless the Venus obsession is coming over, hopefully your mind will be clear and you'll have some humility in the way that you approach other people in your life. Maybe you realize that you owe that person an apology. This is a great day to, to do it. That's Wednesday. And again, these transits, while they are exact on these days, you'll feel the energy throughout the week. So if you don't have that opportunity to send that apology or to talk to that person on Wednesday, you can do it Thursday, you can do it Friday. But the sun trine Saturn is inspiring us to show up and act on our feelings. The Venus trine Neptune is bringing the feelings to the surface. The sun trine Saturn is saying, act on them. Thursday, Venus is in a square to Jupiter. So Venus square Jupiter is probably the friendliest square. It can make us a little bit indulgent or impulsive. You might feel like your social calendar is way too full. You may have bitten off more than you can chew at work. You may feel a little bit stretched and overwhelmed. Surround yourself with the people that build you up, that make you feel confident, that fill your cup. And don't allow the people in that drain your energy around Thursday because Venus in Scorpio wants to experience intimacy. So the people that you commit to, you're going to want to spend some time with. You're going to want to go deep with them. You're going to want to have the more intense, immersive experiences and conversations and connections. On Friday, that is the toughest day of the week. So we're going to have Mars opposite Chiron. And that means that some of our wounds are going to be poked because Mars likes to poke. Mars is like the older brother 
that is always making fun of you. So when Mars is opposite Chiron, it's like that older brother that's poking at you, right? It doesn't feel good when you feel raw, when you feel like your wounds are open and visible to the whole world. And we're all feeling really raw right now. Our emotions are really just sitting on the surface because of so many things, not just the astrology, just because the world we're living in. So the relationship wounds might be showing up because Mars is in Libra. We're in Libra season. Partnerships are really a main concern for a lot of us right now. So your relationship stuff might be up this week and that Mars opposite Chiron is going to be poking at it. Remember, all of this stuff coming to the surface means that you get to deal with it, possibly resolve it, possibly heal it, possibly release it. So that's a good thing. It doesn't mean it's an easy thing. And Friday is the day that it's going to feel the toughest. Mercury is squaring Pluto again on Friday. I know we've basically been feeling this Mercury square Pluto since September 22nd. And we're going to continue to feel it probably through next week because Mercury's retrograde path is making it so that he is squaring Pluto three times and trining Jupiter three times. Now, trining Jupiter is lovely and awesome. Squaring Pluto is tough. And because Pluto is in this long time square with Eris, every time Mercury is squaring Pluto, he's also opposing Eris and creating this T-square, which is probably why you may have had a fight or an argument or a really intense situation crop up last week. And you might have that same fight argument or intense conversation pop up this week around Friday. So try to avoid conflicts if you can on Friday, because that is definitely the most intense and uncomfortable day of the week. We also have the moon going from cancer into Leo late Thursday night. So on Friday, when we have those tough aspects with Mars opposite Chiron and Mercury square Pluto again, we're going to have the moon in Leo. And the moon in Leo is fiery, it's stubborn, it's passionate, and everyone's going to think they're right. So it's not a great day to get into a constructive argument because any argument not going to be that constructive. On Saturday, Venus is going to sextile Pluto. So after the fight that you hopefully didn't have on Friday, you're going to have a nice, lovely day for real deep intimacy on Saturday. Again, this week has such intense emotion to it, such opportunity for conflict and such opportunity for deep intense connection, which is so nice. So Venus, sextile, Pluto, you want to spend some time with your partner in doing something that makes you feel really connected to them. So maybe it's just having dinner at home. Maybe it's planning an extravagant date night, whatever feels like the best way for you two to connect. And if you're not in a romantic partnership, find someone that really fills your cup, that really energetically you feel aligned with and spend the day with them. Another great way to use this is to do something that 
sparks your creativity, sparks your obsession in the best possible way. So Venus and Scorpio can be a little obsessive. Pluto is generally a little obsessive. So if you are really wanting to dive into a project or work on something that you know that you can just get lost in and feel totally immersed and at one with it, this is a great day to work on that thing or do that practice. On Sunday, the sun is going to oppose Chiron and that wound that we feel like we're wearing on our sleeve this week is going to get illuminated once again. So on Friday, Mars poked at the wound. On Sunday, the sun is going to illuminate it, put the big light on it. So you are going to have a real opportunity to see where some of those hurt feelings are coming from and hopefully to work with it and potentially resolve it heal it, as I mentioned, because Mercury is also going to be trining Jupiter. That's the second trine for Mercury and Jupiter, just like we had the second Mercury square Pluto a couple of days prior. So these two collaborating transits, Mercury square Pluto, Mercury trine Jupiter that we're going to have three times each, it's helping you discover the root cause of what's going on and then build the solution for the future. So whatever your Mercury retrograde story is, remember it's in Libra. So you want to think about where is Libra in my chart? Is it committed partnerships for you? The seventh house? Is it work? Is it your physical health? Is it your beliefs about the world? Whatever part of your chart is being affected by the Mercury retrograde you're getting to the root cause of that thing. And then you're getting the opportunity to come up with a really brilliant way to solve the problem going forward. Because Pluto is pulling up the root and Jupiter is the expansion of your ideas because Jupiter is an Aquarius. So like Mercury, it's in an air sign. It's inspiring us to think a little bit differently about the thing that we're working with. So the takeaways for this week are Mercury retrograde is excavating the root issue in your relationships, your communication, your work, your life, wherever the Mercury retrograde story is showing up for you. But it's also helping you do the healing and bringing in healing forces to help you build a plan to take you into a more harmonious future. So This means that you want to pay attention to the people that are showing up in your path. Remember, Libra is about relationships. So maybe it's just the right therapist that shows up, or maybe someone recommends a doctor that specializes in the thing that you're struggling with, or maybe some friend circles back to you and says, hey, I never saw this text, and it's just the right person to have this conversation you've been wanting to have with someone. Maybe that's the perfect sounding board for the problem you're having. So pay attention to the people that Mercury puts in your path this week. So next week, we're going to have Pluto station to go direct. And it's an opportunity to see where the transformation is happening and where you can experience a resolution. Because Pluto is so intense, I feel like we're already feeling this Pluto station, but you're certainly going to start to feel it once you get into the weekend. 
And Pluto is going to station the same day we have a new moon in Libra. So that's going to be a pretty potent new moon. We'll talk about it next week. But I want to leave you with this. We're all feeling really raw right now. Our emotions are on the surface. And many of us feel like we're walking around with our wounds wide open on the outside. So that's going to make this week pretty intense. Chiron is getting activated. We have Pluto activated. Be gentle and compassionate with yourself. And when you are gentle and compassionate with yourself, it makes it easier to be gentle and compassionate with the other people in your life. All right. So that's all I've got for you today. In the meantime, you can text me at 917-540-3401. Text I'm in and you will be enrolled in my text community. And just about three times a week, I send out an astrology text with an update, usually when the moon changes signs, sometimes when there's other stuff going on, like Mercury retrograde. So make sure you're on that text thread because you'll get the updates when they happen throughout the week. Again, I don't over text you. It's like three texts a week, but it's really nice to stay connected in that way. And I will add that number to the show notes so you can type that in. Just open a text message, put in that number, type I'm in, and you'll be in. And that's it. I hope you are doing well. Remember, there's a lot of deep, raw emotions coming to the surface. Be really kind to yourself. Give yourself space. Give yourself time. Make sure you have buffers between appointments. Don't run yourself ragged and find ways to really take care of yourself and enjoy the Venus square Jupiter. It invites us to indulge a little bit. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please rate and review it on Apple Podcasts and tell your friends. Finally, come find me on Instagram at Veronica Peretti. I'll talk to you next week.